Hello, everybody. This is the Other Page Radio, and this is Haywood Fennell Sr., WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston. Boston's community radio station. Certainly hope everybody's been doing okay. I'm doing okay. Glad to be here to update you on what's going on around veterans' issues and what's going on in the community. Weather's been good for us all week, and now we are getting ready to go into the Strand Theater on October the 13th, 14th, and 15th to perform the Miss Marion Anderson and Friends Project at the Strand Theater at 543 Columbia Road. We are working on this production with the help of Triad Veterans League and their theater program, the Oscar Michaud Family Theater Program. This is a revision of the story of a woman by the name of Marion Anderson who was born in Philadelphia, and she came out of Philadelphia singing opera and arias and traveling all over the world. And she got back to the United States, and she wanted to sing at Constitutional Hall in Washington, D.C., I believe. And they told her, they meaning the daughters of the American Revolution, that she could not sing before an integrated audience, that it had to be a segregated audience if she wanted to sing there. Boy, were they in for a surprise. Marion Anderson and Friends Project is a production about a woman who stood up and challenged inequality, racial separation, and just that whole hookup of denying people the opportunity to do the things that they knew that they could do to help make our society stronger, which was to sang before an integrated audience, which she ended up doing on Easter Sunday morning, 1939, before 75,000 people. In 1939, 75,000 people would probably be equivalent today to 700,000. There's no auditorium, no vendor could fill that seat, 700. 50,000 people in 2023 compared to how we live in and how we attend things. And this woman, Marion Anderson, stood up, not sat down, and her standing up made other people inspired to stand up and struggle as we are still struggling today for racial equality. This is the Other Page Radio. My name is Abel Fennell. I'm a veteran 
I'm happy to be here today, I'm telling you. The Oscar Michonne Family Theater Program Company welcomes those seeking to learn about theater and performance. We offer classes that bring out your talent and improve it. Want to get involved in theater production, acting, or singing? Then you can visit our website at theomtc.com. That's T-H-E-O-M-T-C dot com. I wanted to just say a little bit about Whittier Street Community Health Center at 1200 Tremont Street. Today started the inoculations for COVID and the flu. I went over there about 8.15 and the place was crowded. And people were coming from everywhere and anywhere to get that shot of those shots. If you need to be treated for your immunization, go to Whittier Street at 1200 Tremont Street, sign up, and get those shots. We don't want another pandemic. We don't need that. We want to be healthy. We want to be ready for all of that. Whittier Street, 1200 Tremont Street, 617-427-1000. Check them out. Veterans, if you don't or if you can't get to Whittier, go to the VA in Jamaica Plain. Go to the VA in Brockton. Go to the VA in West Roxbury. But go get that. Go get that because you know how it was the last time. Don't let this be like the last time. Let's take care of ourselves. Nobody should have to tell you about that pandemic. You saw it on the television. You heard it on the radio how the people was getting infirm and people in a certain uh, health category was falling off like flies, dying, not trying. It's all about prevention now. We got to get get educated to get them shots. Whittier Street, 1200 Tremont Street. A lot of things happening, veterans. A lot of things are happening. Cost of living allowance, you're going to be hearing about that. Maybe about a week or so, veterans, you know, that's getting benefits. And if you're not getting benefits and you think you should be getting benefits, what is the Boston Commissioner of Veterans Services doing? Robert Santiago, where are you? Are you in the community Can you call the radio station and tell us how to get our benefits started? Commissioner Robert Santiago, this is Haywood Fennell calling from the Other Page radio program, speaking to you on behalf of our veterans that need to get their benefits, that may have gotten bad paper, but now there's a chance for them to get it straightened out. Mary Tuitt, 
American Legion commander, post number 16, come out, say something, help these veterans get their benefits restored. I saw some controversy on the radio the other day talking about veterans getting their benefits back. We want them to get their benefits. We want to get that cleared up. The other page, Radio WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. We want to talk a little bit more about that. Miss Marion Anderson and Friends Project. I'm so happy to be able to tell you about the Centerpiece LLC, which is an organization started by another veteran that brings in the audio and the other sounds and lighting to increase the production value of a program with lighting and sound and sets and Designed, we have volunteers working with the Oscar Michaud Family Theater Program, and we want to teach these skills to people that want to be involved in theater, not just in front of the camera, but behind the camera. Talking about workforce development, sound like to me. We'll be right back. The Oscar Michaud Family Theater Program is a Boston nonprofit. They hope to teach the importance of community service through the art of theater, looking to establish a year-round community-based family theater organization with full theater productions by people from the community. For more information, you can visit www.oscarmichaudrep.tripod.com. Potential is everywhere. It's in every child in every community. Big Brothers Big Sisters of Eastern Massachusetts works to transform communities by empowering, defending, and igniting the potential of youth across Eastern Massachusetts, ensuring every child has the support from caring adults that they need for healthy development and success in life. Big Brothers Big Sisters fosters one-to-one mentoring relationships between child and adult, helping the youth in our communities achieve their fullest potential. But at any given moment, there are hundreds of children in our region in need of a caring adult role model. Do you have what it takes to become a defender of potential? You can learn more at massbaybigs.org. We try to keep you informed around here, you know, because a community that is informed is a community that grows strong. If you don't know, you can't go. But if you can go, you can know. Sound like a rhyme to me. This is Haywood Fennell. I want to just talk a little bit with you guys about, you know, veterans and what our needs are. And people won't know it if we won't say it. People won't know it. But I'll tell you this much. Veterans deserve because they have served. I look at that stand down that they had a couple of weeks ago down at the city hall complex that was not even eight hours, not even eight hours. Stand downs are supposed to be for 
people that were in combat and they wanted to give them a rest break and they pulled them out from the combat zones, not entirely, but in places of safety so that they could get some rest for a couple of days and then go back fighting. The irony of stand-downs in America, as we know it, is based on veterans, homelessness, uh, racism, apathy. All those elements are involved. There should not be a homeless veteran anywhere in the United States of America. It just shouldn't be. Because if the United States government can spend the millions and the billions of dollars that they're spending to make war in other parts of the world, why can't you take some of those billions and do something for the veterans that to keep them from being homeless? If you can create a strategy to kill why can't you create a strategy to live, to build lives again? Veterans went into the United States military after raising their hand to do their duty to this country, for this country. And this country is spending all that money, giving up all those resources and weapons to kill more people. That's not what democracy is about. We got to take care of our own. It's very important that you understand that we can do more as friends than we can as enemies. Young men and women like me raise their hands and joined the military, got a gun thrown in their hands, sent to the rifle range and other schools, and went overseas and came back, and their eyes were just as dull as a dead fish on ice in the fish market. They didn't want to talk about anything that happened over there. Some of them became substance abusers and alcoholics, and alcohol is a drug. And then when they started treating them and diagnosing them, they found out they had something called PTSD. But before it was PTSD, back during the time of the Korean War, it was called shell-shocked. Shell-shock is the same as PTSD. And another thing, and another thing, you don't have to be in combat or have been in combat. Some of the things that happened to African-American veterans in the United States military caused so much stress and mess and anxieties, and they couldn't cope with what was going on. It touched them emotionally and brought on about what is now called post-traumatic syndrome. PTSD. If you don't know what it is and you feel like you got it, if you can't sleep and you are always thinking 
that nobody cares about you, and you're beginning to try to self-heal and find yourself in places like Mass and Cash here in Boston, you need to get over there to that VA hospital and start getting some help. That's another thing. A lot of people in the black community, so-called, do not go to the Jamaica Plain VA because of the lack of culture sensitivity in staffing, the lack of culture sensitivity in understanding the situation and the culture values of African-American veterans. And a survey was done a little over 10 years ago that came out with a finding that stated that African-American veterans have a reluctance. And you don't have to take the studies word. Just go over there and sit down on the first floor and see the amount of African-Americans compared to European-Americans or people from another country that are dark-skinned but do not address themselves as part of the African diaspora. They call themselves something other than being black. This is the other page of radio. Haywood Fennell is my name, and I'm a veteran. And I'm proud to be a veteran. It wasn't always like that. But I know this much. Veterans deserve because they have served. We are looking for members now to be a part of the General Edward O. Gordine's Statue Committee. We are looking for people to be involved in this project. If you're interested in knowing what the General Edward O. Gordine Statue Project is about, 857-204-5312, that's me to you, call us up. Call us up because we want to know how you can come on board and help us get things in a better situation. All right? Give us a call, please. We want to work with you. Better yet, we want you to work with us because veterans are being overlooked and are an underused community resource. We want to try to get more veterans involved with what we are doing and building a strength base in our community. We got the statue over there that was unveiled of General Edward Ogodin on August the 1st, right across the street from Station 2 Police Station there on Washington and uh, Dudley. Right there, that park right there, it is beautiful. And not only is it beautiful, it was the vision of a man by the name of Ralph Francis Brown, Jr., and Ralph Francis Brown Jr. passed away a few years ago, but his family, his widow, Mrs. Wilma Brown, Brown with an E, 
they continued to strategize and have these meetings to get that statue completed. The statue was designed by the late Fern Cunningham Terry, an international artist and sculptures. It is beautiful when you go over there and look at it. And the city of Boston Park Department has done a lot of work. They still got some more work to do. Uh, people are going to be coming to that place. And so what we are doing in phase two is that we're involved in uh, putting together some research to uh, create a curriculum for the kids in school to talk about the African-American patriotism uh, experience here in the United States military that dates back to 1776, starting with Crispus Attucks, who was the first casualty killed here in Boston, Boston Massacre. British, British shot him. Yeah, kill him. Black man. First to die in the American Revolution. The history of war, black veterans' involvement, especially during World War I, when the 369th Infantry, also known as the Hellfighters from Harlem, Harlem Hellfighters, went to France and fought with the French because the American veterans or military chiefs didn't believe that they could fight. How wrong they were. How many times have we shown them 54th Volunteer Regiment right here from Massachusetts? Civil War involved, dying. Buffalo soldiers fighting in the West, later fighting in World War II in Italy. Germany, Tuskegee Airmen. Korean War. World War II, Vietnam, Afghanistan, Iraq, Iran. Black people dying for a democracy that they still, still have not received in this country. But we don't give up nor give in. We fight. So, back to my earlier statement. If we can spend billions of dollars for a war, how much can we spend for the war that we're fighting here in America for veterans, homelessness, substance abuse, mental health? Where are we? I'm telling you, man. You you, you know, you really got to look at what's going on. It's politicians, man. It's politicians. Some of them, not all of them. I want to tip my hat to Ed Flynn, president of the Boston City Council, a retired naval veteran. All out for our veterans, all out for our veterans. Thank you, President Flynn, for your support of the upcoming performance of the Miss Marion Anderson and Friends Project. We look forward to seeing you when you come on the 14th of May on Youth Day. 
Youth Day is being declared by the Oscar Michelle Family Theater Program. We have a 50% technical staff of veterans volunteers, over 50% of our tech team, the ones that do the lighting and the sound and the, you know, work the work the boards and everything so the cameras will be right. Over 50% of those men and women are United States military veterans. Proud of that. You can't beat that. Because veterans are overlooked and underused as a resource everywhere and anywhere that veterans are located. It was sad, though. It was sad when the January attempt to take over the Capitol and you saw those men scaling the walls like they were in mountain climbing school up there in Alaska or jungle training climbing terrains and stuff when they were trying to scale those walls and break into the Capitol, I knew that they were veterans. That was sad. Where are they going? Here's a guy that was calling veterans jerks and suckers. Never served a day in his life as a veteran. Was able to persuade other veterans to do what was done to our capital, to the police that were protecting the capital. He called us suckers and jerks. Other page radio here. We're not preaching, we're teaching. We believe in the United States government. And we believe that if we stick together as one and voice our concerns, we will be heard and things will change. But to make sure your voice is being heard, if you got a problem, call City Hall and get the information for the phone number for the Commissioner of Veterans Services for the city of Boston, and then on the Commonwealth side, on the Commonwealth side, the Secretary of Veterans Affairs is Dr. John Santiago. It's two Santiago's, by the way. Robert Santiago and John Santiago. And they're no relation. I don't think so, anyway. But they're in decision-making situations that can improve the plight and the fight for rights that veterans are not receiving. Never before has there been a voice as strong and as long as this voice is for veterans' equality, for care and service as being provided by BNN Media. We're talking to you now. We'll be right back. Potential is everywhere. It's in every child and every community. Big Brothers Big Sisters of Eastern Massachusetts works to transform communities 
by empowering, defending, and igniting the potential of youth across Eastern Massachusetts, ensuring every child has the support from caring adults that they need for healthy development and success in life. Big Brothers Big Sisters fosters one-to-one mentoring relationships between child and adult, helping the youth in our communities achieve their fullest potential. But at any given moment, there are hundreds of children in our region in need of a caring adult role model. Do you have what it takes to become a defender of potential? You can learn more at massbaybigs.org. Are you a veteran, or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. You know, I can't say enough about what's going on up here at BNN uh, Media. But if you want to learn some things about podcasts, podcast radio, radio, TV production, go online and get the information. Download one of the forms. Call them up before you fill out the form because this is an opportunity that everybody should be involved in that want to be involved in reporting and media. It's all here. It's all here, folks. Go right online and check them out. Go right online. Being in media, Boston Neighborhood Network. Boston Neighborhood News, rather, because that's what we are part of. WBCLP 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. Well, today, today is October the 4th. Today is... The day my son Haywood was born. Yep. October the 4th, my son was born. And he lasted in his early 30s. And he left because of death. He was a good son, he was kind. You know, he was taller than me too. He 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 had a smile. He had a style. I just want to take a moment and share his name and call his name Haywood. Haywood, my son. I miss you. Love you. Okay, folks, uh, again, this is Haywood Fennell. Just sharing a moment, calling my son's name, who's no longer with us, but he was with us, knowing that he belonged to God before he belonged to anybody. 
God first. We had a lot of things going in the city. You know, I just want to say I'm so grateful to be in the war to change things, make things better, not just for veterans, but for our community. And we got to stick together. We got to be we, not me. We can change things when we change our thinking and stop stinking. We didn't make the world. We're just living in it. Can we do better? Of course we can. I told you what happened to me today over at Whittier Street. I told you that I'm involved with the General Edward O. Gordine African American Park statue. Getting people to understand the, the history is not a mystery. They're just not reporting it. They got some stuff called woke or wake. I don't know what it is, but I know it ain't me. I know my uncles and my brothers, they wore the uniform along with me. They raised their hands like I did to die for this country, to make it free for we. We got to do that. We got to make them keep their word. These elected officials, you know, sometimes they think they're doing you a favor when they ask you to vote for them. And they make these promises and then they don't keep their word. What do they think? Who was they talking to? Not me. Not we. Not veterans. You got to really understand what a veteran is. Or what a veteran is not. And people say, yeah, 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 baby killers. Nope. Mm-mm. You got a young, a lot of young people, man, that went over in those strange places that they had never been before. And they was protecting their lives, man. They didn't want to be over there, but if they were going to be over there, they had no choice because people were shooting at them and laying booby traps and landmines and all those other kind of armaments to try to stop us, to kill us in their land. We let the politicians sit back, you know, and get fat and figure out ways that they can just keep the bombs falling out of that sky and then giving billions of dollars to people that never gave us anything. I don't know nobody over in them countries that sent something to Roxbury or sent anything to Boston. I don't know them. They ain't just for, that's not just for the situation in Europe. That's for any place where we're taking our resources and giving it to the other people so they could kill each other. Think about that. We're talking about life and living. And you're talking about droning people and killing people in the parking lots in front of their homes? It's not my home. Other page radio. Just sounding off a little bit. 
we don't get that chance to talk about veterans that much. But I do. I will. I shall. Because people need to remember. Just like those veterans that was down there in Washington, D.C., listening to that guy who stayed in country and made billions of dollars. Look, you forgot. That's what happened. When you was over in the foreign countries, everything was cool with me and you. We was us. But soon as you got back, it's back on the back of the bus. Mentality. It's not working, man. That is not going to work. Mm-mm. 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 We got to come together, man. We got to get at the table and get off the table because we lunch for a lot of other people, man. They never went into the military. They never had any intentions of going into the military. Some of them even went to Canada to avoid the draft when the draft was happening. Some of them said something was wrong with their feet. Even though they had gone to these military schools like the Citadel. But when the time come to serve our country and put on their uniform, they didn't do that. They found doctors that could write up stuff and they used their political connections. I bet you a lot of them. They didn't fight for their countries. They didn't fight for this country. But now they're running it. Every elected official should be required, should be mandated, mandated to serve in the United States military for a certain period of time and not, no, six months. And not, no, coming home on the weekend, go to some of them foreign places and see how those people live so you can understand what American lives is all about and living in America is all about. See, you know, you got to understand what America is. Don't criticize this country if you live in someplace else because there's no place better than America to live in. Now, we don't got it all tight and right. That's why we got the spike going on about being equal, about being inclusive. We got to do that, man. America was not meant to be what it is, seems to be becoming. We fought long and hard in other wars to save other people, but right now it seems that we cannot save ourselves. Got to go back to this one right here. Are you a veteran, or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans, Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. 
If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. Back again here at the Other Page Radio. You know, I'm just like looking forward to October the 14th when we have our Youth Day that is a part of the three-day stand at the Strand. The Oscar Michelle Family Theater Program is proud to say that we have Stages Cultural Arts Center as one of our collaborators. They'll be performing liturgical dance and hip-hop. The singing is ringing and you will be there to hear the genre of gospel, spiritual, and opera. Opera, spirituals, and gospel. Sung by the lady playing the role of Miss Marion Anderson, Monica Anderson Spencer, well-known, music educator, voice teacher, playing Mahalia Jackson, will be Darlene Wynn, playing Mary McLeod Mathun and singing Wander Perry Josephs and singing as the veteran Leon Beal, international song stylist and producer, himself a veteran. We're going to have it for you folks. We're going to make you happy. When you see these performances, you're going to say, yup, Haywood said it was going to be like this and that we were going to enjoy this history of this woman who was determined to fight for equality, to fight against segregation, to use her talents to build out of Philadelphia. You know, Philadelphia is a hell of a town, you know. You call it the, brother, the city of brotherly love. Talk about the Quakers who were there. And along with the Quakers was a man by the name of Richard Allen. Richard Allen was a, a founder of what is now known as the African Methodist Episcopal Church. One of the biggest African-American religious denominations in the world. Richard Allen. Of course... We would be remiss if we didn't mention in the narration for the play, the narrator is Cameron Baker Harris. She's a principal with portfolio for the Oscar Monsieur Family Theater Program. And she'll be narrating and talking about another Philadelphia ingredient that you all know about, the Philadelphia Sound. Kenneth Gamble, and Leon Huff. Sages will be 
performing the liturgical dance, opening up, and then they're going to come back and perform to wake up everybody. No more sleeping in bed. How Melvin and the Blue Notes. And they're going to really put it on you, meaning stages. This is going to be something that the city of Boston has never seen before. People are going to appreciate us. We want to thank the people at the Strand Theater for being so friendly and helping us get an award. And we're going to come in. We're going to show our appreciation to the city of Boston and to the Strand Theater. I'm trying to invite all the people, all the people to come and see us, man. Feel us, man. Because when them people start singing, your heart going to start ringing, man. We've got a special event on the 14th at 4 o'clock. At 4 o'clock on the 14th, we're going to have the first Marion Anderson Women in Leadership Award event. And this event is for women living and past who are leaders, who have done things, who have made a difference with their leadership. Receiving awards will be Andrea Swain, a Boston Boys and Girls Club official. Everybody knows her because of the way she took care and takes care of our children with programming, encouragement, going all out for our future, which is our children. She, Andrea Swain, is known to do that. Then another recipient will be Sarah Ann Shaw. Sarah Ann Shaw is a journalist in the highest regards, a community leader, did so much for education, building and supporting community efforts for cultural value increase. A mother, a grandmother of leaders. Other person, Wilma Brown, Mrs. Wilma Brown, Brown with an E, B-R-O-W-N-E. What a lady. This woman has been involved with a project that we just made a major impact with on August the 1st with the unveiling of the General Edward O. Gordine statue that is located in the General Edward O. Gordine Memorial Park directly across the street from Boston Police Station 2 in Nubian Square area. This woman and her family have been involved throughout the process. When Brother Ralph passed, 
Brother Ralph, the son, got involved. The daughters and all the rest of the family members are involved, and we are awarding Wilma Brown on October 14th, Gloria Johnson, Queen Gloria Johnson, over 40 years working in the recovery community, helping people put their lives back together. It's not easy, no. But she did that. She is doing that. She brought the light to the darkness, the path to gain away from the path of pain. She will be awarded. Posthumous award goes to Makia Baker Gomez. What a lady. What a voice. What a style. Creating jobs. Helping people get elected. Helping people understand the importance of voting. She was a wonderful person. She's getting an award, too. Final person on the awards list posthumously. Elizabeth Williams, also known as Beth Williams. She was the CEO of Roxbury Technology, providing jobs for people, especially people that had uh, quarries, giving them a way to earn an income so that they could pay for their own rent. Roxbury Technology Center. And she worked out of Whittier Street Community Health Center with Triad Veterans League, developing a program called Thank You for Your Service. Some people don't forget, and her father was a veteran too, Archie Williams, a businessman a lot of people know. So that's what we're going to be doing on October the 14th. Of course, the play opening night is October the 13th at 7 p.m. But the next two performances, the special event, will be held at 4 p.m., and the performance follows at 4.30 and Sunday, Veterans Day. Come, come, veterans. We will be there in matinee at 4.30. Be on time. Tickets at the door. We're not playing. We're staying. The only way to do this is work together. We can't pull against each other. This is the other page radio. I'm so happy to have had this opportunity to come here today and say what I had to say to you, and I hope that you got something out of it because it's all about learning. Be open because if you close down, nothing can go out, nothing can come in. You're going to become stale, frail with insecurities. Can't do that. We got to be strong. Stay long. I'm telling you, I'm really feeling this day today. You know, I want to thank the people over at Whittier Street for doing the things that they did today and the things that they do all the time. Federica M. Williams, president, we salute you. We salute you. We thank you for your leadership. I had a conversation earlier. A lady was talking about it takes a village to... Raise a child. And you know, that's true. That's true. It takes a village to raise a child. But it takes a leader to raise a village. 
And these women that I just mentioned earlier that's going to be receiving that award on October the 14th at 4 p.m., they're the ones that I'm talking about. It's the archetypes of women leadership. Because people look at our women and our women look at our people and they make the decisions. They're the mothers and the grandmothers and the aunties and the sisters that we need to respect more because they do more and they don't complain. This town has got a long ways to go in how the races treat each other. They say we made progress. Well, that's relative. We can talk about it, but we don't have to agree on it. Those women, Marion Anderson, reflected each other's determination to make their people better. I'm so grateful to have had this opportunity to be here today to talk to you about what Triad Veterans League is all about. Our program, the Oscar Michelle Family Theater Program Company, the services that are being uh, provided by Whittier Street Community Health Center, the things that you can learn here at Boston Neighborhood Network. You know, they got everything going up here, so get online, check us out. Try to treat yourself good or better. Thanks again. We love you.